everybody welcome to another episode of this is just my opinions where our opinions are expressed without consent (laughs) (laughs) i'm still trying to figure out a a good catch for us so if y'all got any opinions on that (laughs) um share please because clearly i'm struggling but every every episode i'm gonna come out with one so we'll see what i have for next week anyway i'm your host cassie and of course we got my other host here my friend miss Shayna watts me hello Shay Shay ain't feeling too good but she here we made it up (laughs) we showed up and so let's get into the discussion today so um do you want to like kind of segue um, yeah. so the episode today is about mental health right the reason why this came up was because there is a creator on tiktok youtube and instagram um on tiktok she goes by the name unusually Bree, and she is also a therapist and um an article had come up about men dying alone and um, not being able to have healthy relationships. And she basically told them that you guys go to therapy to get the emotional language and the emotional, um, to have the foundation um, to be emotionally aware and emotionally intelligent so that you can have healthy relationships with the people around you. And the men folk lost their minds. They did not like that. They did not like being told that they were not emotionally intelligent and that they needed to go to therapy to get emotional intelligence so they doxxed this woman and got her fired from her job like that was their whole goal um and they are still upset some people said it was her tone of voice so your tone policing people um when you listen to the clip there was nothing wrong with what she said or how she said it um we're gonna insert the clip you still want to argue these aren't my words these are the articles of research so despite actual statistics stating that men are actually the fuck alone because y'all refuse to expand your emotional vocabulary because bitches are not dealing with y'all horse shit anymore. Even in an article, y'all are still not believing this. I have so many clients that are leaving their partners because they refuse to expand any part of themselves. This podcast culture has forced y'all to believe that treating women like shit is the answer to getting women. And I'm here to tell you, bruh, bruh, that we're human beings and don't want to tolerate y'all fuck shit, i.e. we are okay with being childless and alone at the cost of y'all emotional abuse. We okay on that. Now, wait, 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 you might be thinking, but wait, I'm not abusive. The definition of abuse is the intentional misuse of something. By you intentionally not taking your motherfucking ass to therapy and talking about all the things that plague you, you are neglecting your bitch. And she's not tolerating this shit no more. Basically, like, once you hear that, like, there really wasn't anything wrong with the tone of voice, what she said, how she said it. Uh. She, I didn't, I personally didn't find anything wrong with it, especially because I followed her for a while. So this is, yeah, and I think that takes, that takes part of it too. And, um, Okay, I don't think anything is wrong with what she said. I 100% agree with it. And mm-hmm. I think it's her page, how she have, however she wants to deliver mm-hmm. that message is for her audience, you know? Mm-hmm. So like it or leave it. You know, I don't think they she should have got fired at all for that. That, that was dumb. 
but um <laughs> I could see how folks feel maybe some type of way but that's more of a personal issue um I think if you like you know how you explained what she said earlier in the episode mm-hmm. your tone and everything sounds I think people would be a little more receptive to it than the way she delivered it. And so again, people coming across it, if -hmm. they've never followed followed her before, you know, things blow up on For You pages all the time. Mm -hmm. They would not know that her tone of like, you know, that's her her vibe. Yeah. Yeah. That's just her vibe. But also she's had the same message multiple times Mm -hmm. in different ways. So that was just the way she said it that day. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, even though it was backed up by an article and she was actually duetting or stitching somebody else's video, mm-hmm. they were like, Black woman, how dare you? Tell me what you do. Was really. And it probably just took that one person to just mm-hmm. get really offended and was like, I'm going to make sure she pays for this. And, yep. and so the way that it sounded when she explained it wasn't that she was fired specifically because people wanted her to be fired but more so the her job didn't like the attention yeah and they were like look we can't have yeah we can't put everyone else at risk for this because of your tiktok and so she ended up leaving but the thing is the way that they did it like they literally just didn't give her the chance to create a transition plan for other like tell her patients hey I'm going to be leaving if you want to follow me xyz you can do that or if you want to find another therapist I can help you do that like they were just like all right you're done Mm -hmm. and when you have patients like that it can as a lot of patients might have abandonment issues already you just basically created a whole nother problem Mm -hmm. and you know speaking on obviously I have my background in psychology and social work you do have to um have a sense of professionalism at some point too especially when you're seeing clientele Mm -hmm. um so I I understand probably you know why they decided to do what they did even Mm -hmm. though it's like come on like I don't yeah it's like I get it it's her personal page but her she said that her job knew about her page Mm -hmm. they knew what she did beforehand and it wasn't an issue beforehand because but that's I not think because whoever work. I think whoever is hyping that video up mm-hmm. that she did was yeah. what caused the the issue. So now there's like a huge debate. They're probably trying to look where she works and they're trying, you know, there's just so much attention to it. And so they're probably like, we want no parts. Sorry. We gotta go. So but, but can we talk about the people that got a problem with what she said? Yes, like let's let's actually talk about that. So beyond her actual message and everything, so she's still making videos and everything. I think that getting her fired, doxing her, literally looking for personal information was hella wrong because you didn't like what she said or the tone of what she said it in because tone policing, I'm so over that. But at the end of the day, what the message that she was trying to convey is, we do not have the emotional language to communicate with each other often, especially men mm-hmm. don't realize that anger is an emotion. So the only uh, emotion that, that they're comfortable with showing are hard, scary ones. And then because 
they only do that. They don't think they're emotional creatures because they don't cry or they don't do X, Y, Z or whatever. And they really need to dig down into the why, the what's and why's of that. And then re recognize in moments when they are having uncomfortable feelings, what those feelings are, where that's stemming from so that they can explain that to their partners or explain that to their friends or whatever, so that they're not stuck in this cycle of he man, no motion yeah. type. Like showing emotion is kind of um, attached to like femininity, I guess, mm -hmm. which kind of drives me crazy because, um, and I feel like we should have had like either my brother or somebody else on this topic to to give their perspective. But um, it was um, you ever hear like when they describe some, you know, especially when they describe women, it's like we're emotional creatures or. Mm -hmm she's feeling that way because she's emotional or whatever so it's kind of linked into it's like, given this negative. negative yeah and that's the thing like no you're very emotional baby you just we just show it differently we, you don't recognize what your emotions are that's the problem because you somebody your team lost a game a football game and you're throwing things around the room that's an emotion honey. Mm -hmm. so um at the end of the day, regardless of how she delivered the message and how she had her tone of voice, what she said was not wrong. Um, you cannot be in these relationships with people unable to express your emotions, unable to recognize your emotions mm -hmm. um, and think that you're going to have a healthy, mutually beneficial relationship that you're going to be able to connect. And the whole point of the article that she referenced was that men don't have the emotional intelligence to, to create these long-term connections. And that is why they will be end up dying alone. Yeah, the article was kind of taking action about it. Like our generation and the generation below us are a little bit more um, advocating for everybody to do self-care and, you know, um, take care of your mental health, just as you would your body, you know, going to the gym is not enough guys. <laughs> it's okay to sit down and talk to a therapist or, you know, someone to kind of get all the other issues, um, figured out in your life. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I think it obviously starts with, you know, how we're raising these guys right mm -hmm. guys and women and girls <laughs> um you know stop telling boys not to show emotion when they're hurt or when they're sad you know like stop saying things like man up <laughs> like I don't know it's just certain things I feel like you know and it's not these guys fault it's just how society has like taught us to raise our kids you know so um I think we have to start there with mm -hmm. our parenting you know but then after you know after we're parented it's sort of still our responsibility to unlearn a lot of the things mm -hmm. and so that's exactly. where the bigger issue comes up that the unlearning isn't happening. And so when women and people who like dating men are being told pick better men or that we need to do X, Y, Z and then we're leveling up and they're not leveling up in the same way, then, you know, that 
there becomes the discrepancy. And then these same men who need to, to find better ways to communicate and, and get in touch with themselves are then going back to women and projecting and being like, that's why you're gonna end up bitter and alone and, and statistically showing women may be romantically single, but we do not have unfulfilling relationships. We are not going to be alone. We are the ones that are creating these communities with, with one another um, and upholding, uplifting each other. Um, so at the end of the day, like we ain't never really alone. Having these type of dialogues, um, I think it is up to the individual to unlearn some of those unhealthy, toxic masculine traits, I guess you would call it, mm-hmm. and get help. Help isn't, it is for you. It is to to recognize areas in which you you want to improve, you want to unlearn, you want to rethink, um, but it's also for the people around you that you are building community with and building relationships with, um, for you to be able to reflect and um, self have self-awareness so that you can recognize like, it's not always someone else, it's you. Um, being able to apologize, being able to express yourself when they do something that you don't like. And, and instead of just being upset and cutting them off, having the vocabulary to tell them what they did that you did not like and why. Um, so it's both for your personal and interpersonal, intrapersonal? Interpersonal, yeah. Interpersonal relationships. So. Yeah. And when you say that, I just think about our backgrounds as being like kids from parents from the Caribbean. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and I'm just like Lord I don't know if it's gonna reach that part of the world anytime soon but I hope it does because they got mm-hmm. it bad as well <laughs> if I ever get on here and tell y'all I got my daddy to go to therapy just know <laughs> just know man a miracle to to therapy. a so. miracle has happened oh <laughs> upon this earth the Lord has arisen he has come back. He has come back. Because that man refuses. Absolutely refuses. Well, you never know. Just, I mean, there might be that 1% out of 100 <laughs> that he could. So never say never. Mm. I'm not saying never, but if he do, just know. I, that, yeah. I won yeah. some type of spiritual battle along the way. And I, just, I don't know what it is, but I won. So um, how would you say, I guess we could talk a little bit about ourselves, like, you know, how do we take care of our mental health? You know, I know that's been a struggle for me as well, Um, even though I, I feel like I have good support around me that I'm able to manage it to some extent, but it is hard to actually go to therapy and Mm -hmm. talk to someone, at least for me. You know, it might be easier for other people, but telling a stranger everything and kind of breaking down and kind of peeling all those layers that maybe you need to. Um, I know it, the importance of it, but it is like a difficult um, thing to to do. So mm-hmm. I guess we could just chat a little bit about that. Um, well, I, I attend virtually. It's a little easier for me to be able to go in the middle of the day. 
um, if I need to, uh, especially if it's like during the work week. Um, also finding a therapist is like dating, not gonna lie. So finding a therapist that you connect with that is going to hold you accountable and keep it real, but also um, has the, the energy that you're looking for, um, can understand the how what you're talking about, maybe your life experiences, which is why I tend to go for Black women therapists. Um, it, it, their, their therapy style matters as well. Um, so it does take a bit of research. And I think that is what exhausts a lot of people. Like what therapy style do you like? What type of therapist do you want? And then having to do trial runs with these people and literally, like you said, give. And if they accept your, and if they accept your insurance. Oh yeah, that too. That is, it's so difficult. And then you have to peel the layers back and you have to basically repeat yourself multiple times until you find someone that clicks. That's like, okay, here, let's dig deeper. And you, you don't mind giving them your information and you trust them enough to give them your, your life story. (laughs) And then they're like, all right, you know, here's, they can reflect back to you. Uh, where you may need to take a different approach or where maybe it really wasn't you. And so you, it's like that really fine balance, finding someone who's willing to say like, sometimes it's you. Yeah, you can't have a therapist that's just gonna be like, oh my God, it's everyone else, not you. That's not a good therapist relationship. But also you don't want them to be like immediately like, it's you because then you feel attacked, you know? So, uh, I so think, how long you been with your therapist? It's been uh, a while? I need a new therapist. <laughs> oh, there's that. Um, yeah, so it's not her fault. She, um, my job uses better help, mm-hmm. which I cannot stand. Um, really? and so, I see mm-hmm. them advertise that mug so much. I think that's the problem because they're advertised so much. They, I've heard that they steal therapist um, accounts mm. and then and put, post them on their page. And then when people come looking for that specific therapist, they'll be like, oh, that therapist is unavailable, but we have another therapist in this network. Like, yeah, mm. weird shit like that. So my job decided to use BetterHelp, I think because of the network of therapists, um, assuming you know that it was easier or whatever versus us trying to find therapists in our states that took our insurance, um, but she left BetterHelp. So she was like, you can come with me, but I don't know if you can still do that if your mental health benefits are have to go through BetterHelp or not. That's some weird shit. Yeah. Oh, well, mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all over again. Though. Yeah. That's why I haven't found another one yet. Cause I was like, baby girl, you know, I went through like three to get to you, Miss Tawana. <laughs> we, <laughs> I ain't, I ain't got it. I ain't got it right now. I don't have the energy. Um, do I need to, do I want to, and do I need to? Yes. But I don't have the energy to then go back to my job and be like, all right, I was with the therapist through 
prove the service that y'all said we had to go through and then she left can I still work with her are y'all gonna make me pay a co-insurance or something to work with her how much is that gonna be um you know what's going on yeah and I'm still in the process of looking I saw someone um last year but they they're far (laughs) and I don't want to be like you know, taking the train and having to go there. And I felt a little rushed. So I figured I'd just take my time and look and see what's available. Um, things are available virtual now, which is nice. But um, I don't know, I prefer to like go and and see someone. Give me a reason. Like I work from home, so I, I, I need to get up and go somewhere. Um, other ways to take care of your mental health I mean um, self-care I mean Shay Shay you go shopping you shop a whole lot I wouldn't say shopping is a healthy self-care option (laughs) if you do not have the financial stability to do so I would not do it so yeah that's the thing I am but don't be irresponsible and be out here (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry to to put you out on there. Like, what you do? You ain't about that. Yeah, I would say that self care can be journaling. Uh, just like mm-hmm. literally stream of conscious journaling, whatever is coming to mind, just write that down. Um, I think that people who might have issues with acknowledging their own feelings or their own issues, that might not be the best thing. Um. I writing is definitely a powerful one self-care can just be getting outside seeing some sunlight touching the grass um playing I love playing with puppies you know (laughs) go to the animal shelter uh go to a a pet store or something hold 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 a hold a living being you know I used to go to the dog park when I had a dog I want to try to go to the dog park even though I don't have a dog that so. serotonin release I don't know so. they're so cute just play they just want to play and love on you that's all but, I have two little doggies now that I get to play with they're not mine my um sister and the Haitian chef um have dogs and they're both very like play with me love me I'm like yes I will I play know. with you I, I will do that I have my cat that's definitely my my comfort animal but when she tired of me she can't find her she, <laughs> she can't. that's the thing dogs don't get tired of you they be in your face no, cats make clear boundaries it's like okay she's like cats I acknowledge- are self-care advocates they're like she- right, i don't want to be she's tired. like i acknowledge your presence now give me a minute <laughs> okay you can touch me okay that's enough i'm gonna leave mm-hmm. now like she she literally has her her vibe you met her she came out what she want not she will not be forced and then she was still shocked she was like all these people are in she's like okay let me just roll on this floor real quick and see who comes and touches me okay Mm -hmm. she's nice (laughs) he was like oh okay uh her eyes were so wide like why are y'all all all up in my space um yeah she mm -hmm. got some big old eyes (laughs) but my baby yeah um what else is a good self-care activity one that doesn't involve spending money reading books I was gonna say traveling but that involves spending. yeah that involves spending money and sometimes traveling can just be a means of escape so it doesn't really force you to deal with 
the issues like it's great for burnout to give it a little break sometimes it doesn't fix burnout at all mm-hmm. but it's great to give yourself a break to get uh, get you out of the norm the routine and everything uh but if you're constantly like traveling without dealing with whatever is going on internally I would say that you know that's that is a good uh indicator that you might want to talk to somebody (laughs) um uh I like bath working out is a good is a good self-care thing but again it is not an means to an end that is not like oh my god I'm feeling balance with yeah I'm I'm feeling icky feelings I'm gonna work out again like it's not a re- it's not a way to escape your feelings. It's just a way to deal or like work through them. Maybe if you can't focus directly on them in that moment, mm-hmm. to give yourself a chance to give yourself a, a tiny break from it, or maybe work through it in the in the background while you're focusing on whatever's going on right in front of you. I don't think there's any answer I feel like as long as you're coping in some type of healthy affordable (laughs) and um just be conscious of like you know what you're doing and your your environment and your mental health just use it as a, a way to reset and and move on and be a functional emotionally intelligent individual so um I hope like I said I feel like things are shifting a little bit thanks to you know us millennials and what is it gen z gen x Mm -hmm. them them people them people down there they're a little weird but I still got faith in them um that you know, people are taking more actions with their mental health, like it's an actual topic, and it's real, and hopefully we have more intelligent, emotionally intelligent individuals in the future, so Mm -hmm. that's my hope. You know what's funny? I'm always like, I need to get my shit together, I need to get my shit together. I've been saying that forever. When do we get our shit together? Mm -hmm. Do you have it together, Shaysha? Hmm. I could answer that. No, she don't. She really <laughs> She don't. So I, I mean, you know, we gotta just take things day by day, take care of ourselves, and take care of our physical and our mental bodies, so that we can make better decisions. So. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about that one. Anything else to add, ma'am? Mm-hmm. I'm very tired right now. I know that is part of like... listening to your body is part of self care. I will be going back to sleep after this. I'm going to the gym. See, we're both taking care of myself. I see that. Mm-hmm. Mine is better though. <laughs> is it resting when you need rest is very important, people? Huh? I said resting when you need rest is very I do. I have like a crazy cold right now, so I should be resting, but I haven't gone to the gym since last week, so I want to go back. We got some end of the year goals, and that should be something we we talk about. So, Mm -hmm. but anyway, guys, um, 
tell us some ways you take care of your mental health. Are you seeing a therapist? Are you journaling? Are you working out? Whatever it is, you want to hear it, share it with us. And of course, follow us on our platforms. Our podcast page is this is just my opinion underscore podcast. My Instagram and TikTok is Cassie in Progress. Um, my Instagram is they call me Nico. TikTok, um, they call me Nico One, and then I have a perfume one. Um, that's also tagged on my Instagram and Twitter is they call me Nico One as well. Yep. And check out my blog post, guys. I will be talking more mental health as always. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope that we can hear from you and share your thoughts. If you made it this far, you are a real one, of course. And we will check you guys on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Have a good time.